Hey everybody, it's Jay White from the Gut Copywriting Clients Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. I hope you've been enjoying the uh, series on creating the perfect copywriter's website. I'm getting a lot of great feedback on it. Uh, keep it coming. Keep it coming. If you uh, uh, want to relay your thoughts to me, both positive and negative, I'm, I'm good either way. <laughs> Help me to make these podcasts better. Uh, if, if there's something that you don't like and uh, let me know what you do like, so I can continue to do a lot of that. So, uh, if you, um, have any feedback from me, you can send it at J at, uh, getcopywritingclients.com and I'll get right back with you. Okay. I uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you so much for being part of this group. Um, we've only been, uh, going for a few months now and, and we've grown, to some pretty good numbers. So uh, I really appreciate you. Appreciate you sharing these podcasts in your, in your favorite Facebook groups that, uh, with freelancers, freelance copywriters, um, other copywriters, content writers, article writers, whatever, freelance, uh, writers of all types. Um, and, uh, let me help them too. So if I'm helping you, I'd love to help them too. So, uh, as I said, we have been going through a series on how to create the best copywriter website you can. And this is part three today. Uh, in part one, we talked about how to put together a really good homepage. Uh, if you haven't heard that one by now, I would certainly suggest that you start there. Um, yesterday, we talked about the About Me page and what, uh, what type of elements you can drop in there to really make a connection with your reader. Um, right off the bat that doesn't have anything to do necessarily with um, copywriting or experience or, you know, anything like that. And these connections can turn into, you know, uh, threads of conversation that eventually turn into jobs. So um, these are all very important things to keep in mind when you're putting together your copywriting website and especially your about me page today we're going to talk about an, another extremely important page on your website, and that is your samples, okay? Some people can you call it portfolio, call it samples, examples of your work. That's what we're talking about today. Now, it is vitally important to have some sort of sample of your writing on your homepage, or excuse me, on your website, Okay. And here's why. Um, in our business, the traditional resume is pretty much an, a dinosaur, right? Um, except for the fact that people that you you might be applying for jobs for on my copyleadsnow.com daily leads list. That, uh, by the way, if you haven't, uh, if you're not on my daily leads, why aren't you? I'm sending out free <laughs> daily copywriting job leads every day at copyleadsnow.com. So sign up for that as soon as you can. But uh, the leads that you're getting, in fact, the leads I just sent out a few minutes ago to uh, uh, to my subscribers today, um, a lot of those will ask you for a resume uh, when you apply for these positions. And to me, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> something in the air, some allergy thing going on, so I, I, I apologize. <coughs> All right. Um, so, you know, they're going to ask for a resume a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time. And, um, typically this is 
something that has to do with, you know, an HR person or somebody that really doesn't know what a copywriter does. Okay. Uh, and you and I both know that a resume does not show off how well of a, a writer we are. Okay. I can give the, I can give a resume that's several pages long and has all these accolades from my past on it. But if I can't write worth a crap, then I don't get the job. All right. So, uh, you know, the same in the, in the, on the flip side of that same deal, somebody turns in a resume, doesn't have any experience, uh, to speak of. And, uh, you know, nobody even gives it a second glance before it goes into the circular file. However, that person might be the best writer that in the whole pool of people that has applied. So, you know, there's really nothing that can be said from a resume that, that, exhibits your talent, your level, and your, your, um, ability to produce really, really good copy, right? All it is, is a bunch of lines with, you know, where you went to school, who cares, you know, (laughs) that you worked at, at Burger King when you were 17, who cares? That doesn't matter. So on your website, we don't put a typical resume out there. Okay. I, I, in fact, if you don't have one, don't make one up unless you absolutely have to. I think I have one someplace. I don't know if I could even find it. Um, I just know that I hated putting it together because it was such an ancient and uh, antiquated, um, you know, method of qualifying somebody in my field. What your resume is going to be is your samples. Okay. Because here's what happens. Somebody's going to come to this website and they're going to try to find out a lot of things about you very quickly. If you listen to the previous uh, podcast, you know, somebody is going to come to your website and give you maybe 30 seconds, you know, maybe 40 uh, before they move on, before they get to the next thing in their inbox or their, or their text or whatever. Um, so you've got to grab them quick. You've got to tell them who you, you know, what you can do for them who you are, you know, as a copywriter and as a person, and you have to show them how well you can write. So this page is arguably, you know, one of the most important, if not the most important page in your website, because if they look at this page and look at your samples and they see that you uh, have significant talent, that's what's going to cause them to to contact you. That's what's going to cost them or cause them to reach out to you. If they look at your samples page and they see copy that's iffy or littered with uh, uh, typos or hard to read, formatted weird, you know, you got to remember, you got to make things easy for people to consume or they will not consume them. Um, If any of these things are a little speed bump in the way or a little hiccup, chances are they're not going to reach out to you. So at this point, in the process of somebody coming to look at you as a potential writer for their company, you know, this is kind of your make and break moment. So you really got to make it good. What I suggest is three to five really good examples of your writing. Now, a lot of people will say, well, what do you mean examples of my writing? It's exactly that examples of your writing. What I want you to do is put, um, uh, you know, PDF copies uh, that are easily accessible and easily downloadable and easily readable, easily read, excuse me, <laughs> easily readable, um, of good examples of your writing out there. And here's the cool thing. All right. It doesn't 
matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's an email. It doesn't matter if it's an article. It doesn't matter if it's a blog post. It doesn't matter if it's a case study. It doesn't matter if it's a, a sales page. It doesn't matter if it's um, you know some social media ads. It doesn't matter what it is, just as long as it's as good as it can possibly be. I have a, a lot of students who ask me the same question. And, and by the way, when, when I coach students in my uh, advanced level coaching programs, they always, you know, this is always a place where we focus a lot of time because most of my students don't have any samples or they have something that they put together for, you know, an AWAI spec or something like that or a practice assignment. And, you know, that may or may not be good. What we do is we get together and we literally go through each piece that they have and we break it apart and then we put it back together again and make it look as good as it can possibly be. We want your talents to shine. So that's what uh, a lot of time, that's where a lot of time is spent when um, I work one-on-one with my coaching students. I mean, we go through word by word, phrase by phrase. We take words out, we put words in. Sometimes we take complete blocks out rearrange them, put them in. Sometimes we do a lot of changes, rewrite the whole thing occasionally. Other times I get pieces that are 90% there from the first draft. Um, But either way, the finished product is as good as we can possibly make it. So sometimes I get these pieces that people have done in the past and we make them as good as they can be. However, what I find a lot more of is that a student will come to me and they won't have anything yet. And the first thing they always say is, well, Jay, nobody's hired me to write anything, so I don't have any samples. Who cares if anybody's hired you to write or not? That doesn't mean you can't put together a good example of your copywriting uh, to show a potential client. It doesn't matter if it's been paid work, guys. Let me repeat that. It does not matter if it's been a paid assignment. You can literally write about anything in any format and put it on your samples page as an example of your talent. Okay. A potential client doesn't care if the email that you have up there that's selling a widget, uh, you know, to a certain niche is if you were paid for it or not. All they care about is, can I open this and can I read it really quickly? And can I get an idea of their, of, of the fact that, um, you know, or can, can I get an idea if they can put two words together that makes sense? That's all they want. Honestly, when you have three to five samples out there, most clients are probably going to open the first one, maybe read the first block or two and close it out, and then maybe open one more and read a few lines or two just to make sure that you just weren't, you know, very lucky on the first one, right? And then at that point, they're going to make a decision. I would venture to say that very rarely will anybody sit back with a cup of coffee and take 15, 20 minutes to read every one of your samples word for word, line by line, and sit back and ruminate on them. Guess what? They don't have time to do that. They don't have time. They don't have um, the inclination. All they're trying to do is figure out if they want to call you or not, or if they want to reach out to you in an email and say, hey, let's talk, okay? So they're going to make decisions very quickly. So We've got to make sure that everything we put out there is good, regardless of, of where it is. You know, if it's the second one, third one, fourth one that may never get looked at or the fifth one, doesn't matter. Uh, it's got to be really, really good and really, really easy to read. So here's my advice on putting together samples, okay? Find something that you're uh, more uh, knowledgeable in, 
uh, or, or more experienced in or more passionate about um, uh, to write about, okay? Think about your hobbies. Think about your, your life experience. Think about um, things that you love doing or things that you know more about than other people. Think about a product or service that is related to that, right, to, to that particular niche, and write about that. Doesn't matter. It, you know, I've had people write about, I've had people make up stuff. You know, the, the, the widget XL 2000 does, bubble, you know, I had one guy, a student who wrote about a closet organ, organization system, and it was completely made up, but it was a great email. <laughs> it was a great piece, right? So don't fret about what it is that you're going to write about. Just pick something, an email, um, an article, a content piece, a blog post, uh, like I said, a case, case study, a white paper, you know, uh, a, a grant application, whatever it is that you want to write to put out there, just do it. If you want to do five emails, do five emails. If you want to do five articles, just do five articles. I suggest shaking things up a little bit and maybe, you know, uh, uh, making, mixing it up a bit, but, uh, you know, as far as the, as what the, the, the product or service is, that does not matter. Just pick something that is, is that you have more knowledge of or more experience in or more passion for it. Because here's why. When you write about those things, first of all, it's going to be much easier to write that type of copy. Okay. If you don't have to go and research for three or four days on a, a, a niche or a certain product or something, and then come back and write about it, that's better. <laughs> that's better. That's why I don't take jobs in, 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 uh, in niches that I don't know anything about or that I'm not interested in. You know, the financial niche is an absolute um, money generating machine. I mean, it's like the world's biggest ATM for copywriters. I'm not interested in the least bit. Uh, I have, I have friends who are making a killing in financial and they love it, but they love financial. So they like writing about financial. I, that stuff just goes right over my head and, um, there's a reason why Mrs. White does the books in this house. And uh, so, um, uh, you know, I, I don't go there. What I do is I go for the things that I, I know and the things that I like, like the golf business. There's a reason I made a huge splash in the golf business very quickly. It's because I was a golfer. I knew the golfer. I knew how they thought. I knew what they uh, struggled with. I knew what their innermost desires were, their, what they wanted and needed, and their biggest problems were on the course. I knew how they talked to each other. I knew the slang that they used. Okay, so I could slide right into that mode to that mode and start writing to them very, very easily and very, very quickly. So it doesn't matter what it is. If you have a hobby, if you're if you're an equestrian, write about a, a new saddle that's just come out. If you like to crochet, write about a new uh, a set of knitting needle or knit or uh, needles that you know everybody's going crazy about. If you're into gaming, you know you could write a review of a new game. Um, I mean, it goes on and on and on, guys. But just pick something that you can plug right into and start writing about, and that you will, will enjoy. That you will enjoy writing because when you write about something that you love. And all of a sudden, all the head knowledge that you have about copywriting starts to mold and, and, and mix together with all the stuff in your heart that you have for this particular subject matter. And when you write with your heart, guys, that's when your copy literally leaps off the page. 
Okay. It literally leaps off the page. I, I wish there was some sort of scientific explanation that I could give you here. And honestly, I don't care. But all I know is that when my students give me something about something, a piece, a, a sample that they've written about something that they're passionate about, maybe a nonprofit or maybe, you know, um, some sort of niche or uh, a certain niche or a product or service in a certain niche, man, it just comes to life. It's so much better. It is like, boom, it just, you know, when you read it, you go, yeah, this person can write really well. So don't go towards the stuff that doesn't matter to you. And don't pick something that to write about just because, well, everybody says that this is a big niche to go into, so I better write about there. No, write about what you love. You, you dig craft beer, write about, a, um, you know, uh, a, a new craft brewery, uh, make one up, you know. Um, oh, golly. I mean, I could go on and on, guys. I have, I have students who have written about ice skating and uh, um, vaping and uh, casinos. And, uh, you know, I got one right now and she's, she's a lawyer and she, she wants to write for other lawyers. So she's got samples on her website that are geared towards the litigator type mindset. And she can write that very, very easily and very, very quickly because that's where she's at in her head. Okay. I have another student right now that, um, is, um, she has experience in working with the blind. Her father was blind and she grew up with a, with a blind father. So we're targeting, uh, in our done for you marketing, which is what you get at my highest, uh, tier of, of coaching. Uh, by the way, email copycoaching.com if you want to know more about that. In our done for you marketing, we we decided to uh, uh, do some uh, marketing in that arena to the blind um, niche, <laughs> so to speak. So you know, profits and nonprofits and all that. And holy smokes, man, we just we started mailing for her yesterday, and no Monday, and uh, she's already talked to two people. Uh, who are like, yeah, let's, let's talk. We need, we need what you do. Right. So it's because of her knowledge, experience, or passion for that niche. And she has a sample on her website that caters to that kind of thing. Right now, I'm not saying that that sample is what sold these people. What sold these people is the message that we sent them. Okay. I have a very specific, uh, uh email series that I send to cold prospects, which makes them respond. It gets open. I get you know, double or triple the normal open rates of, of typical cold email, uh, cold emails. And I, um, I get people to respond to you and, you know, say, Hey, yeah, let's talk more. Okay. Uh, it's, it's something I've developed over the years and it's killer. <laughs> my, my students are doing really well with it right now, as you can tell. Um, but the key is to have something on your website where somebody can come look at you, right? and see that you're a really, really good writer right away. So write about something that you love, write about something that you're passionate about, write about something that you're knowledgeable in, more knowledgeable than anybody else. Make up something if you need to. It doesn't matter, if, like I said, it doesn't matter if it's an email, a sales page, a landing page, whatever. Just make it really, really good. Three to five good solid samples there. That will be your resume, okay? That will be the thing that causes them to say, yes, I need to contact this person right now, or eh, maybe I'll look at the next person. So it's critical that we get these right. Okay. That's it for today, guys. This is uh, episode number three. Get your samples page right. Make sure you've got some good samples up on your website. 
Okay. Tomorrow we'll talk about the last page that you need on your website. I only do four. There's only four that you really need guys. There's only four that you really need. And, um, along with some, some of the pages that you think you need, but you really don't, <laughs> we'll talk about those. And uh, I appreciate you. Appreciate you listening. You like this, this podcast, share it with your friends, share it with uh, people on other, um, in your Facebook groups that you, that you frequent and on your, on your Twitter feed and in your LinkedIn groups and, uh, you know, help some other people to discover this podcast so that they can get a lot of that out of this too. I, you know, it's my goal to help as many copywriters as I can to make more money and to market themselves better and to achieve the copywriter's lifestyle guys. It is a possibility for you, a strong possibility for you. Okay. It is out there for you to do. If this, Big old dorky kid from the Midwest can make it in this business. Anybody can, believe me. <laughs> I'm no more educated, no more talented, no more, you know, uh, I'm not smarter than all of any of you. I don't, you know, I'm not better looking. I'm not more fluent. As you can see, I stumble and stammer and my way through these things. But all I know is that I was able to tap into a, 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 a career that is exploding and uh, needs what you and I do. So go out there and get it. Go out there and get it and let me help you. Okay. Thanks again. I'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. And um, remember, share this with your friends. Okay. We'll see you.